Welcome to the T2 Hubcast. Join T2 and guests as they discuss all things personal and professional development. The T2 Hubcast, brought to you by the People Performance People. And welcome to the T2 Hubcast with me, Spencer Locker. And me, Tracy Roberts. Hi, Trace. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I was, you know what, I was quite, I was wondering, should I should I introduce the concept of you know what? It's our first day back at work in the new year in 2023. Or will that date what we're talking about? But I suppose it's just relevant, isn't it? Totally it's just relevant. relevant. It's re- I mean, the subject we're going to be talking about today is all about well, yeah. new starts, new beginnings. Absolutely. Um, how we're going to structure it, how we're going to get the best out of it. Oh, there's all sorts of things going on. So is, how could is. we not mention the new year? Do you have a good break? I did, did you? I had a great break, thank you. Yeah, it was, absolutely. It was break. so weird not being like in like manic kind of like proportions of work and not having so much structure yeah and i know that you and i both don't like not having structure yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> so i still had to find structure i just have to do it differently yeah yes of course. You the same? yeah well very much so i mean i just i, I, I a little bit of downtime yeah. but within the confines of a structure yeah um i suppose i missed my warwickshire family oh. <laughs> Warwickshire. Warwickshire. Yes, yeah. So I, I, I did it with my Lincolnshire family, but I, I suppose I'll catch up with the, the other yeah. family a little bit uh, another another time. Yeah. If, it's an in-joke. I haven't got a family in Warwickshire, but I spend a lot of time down there. So my family in Lincolnshire. <laughs> he loves sort them of, like yeah. a family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, so, um, yeah, so on to, on to our subject for this podcast. So um, what are we talking the big figure eight here? We're talking the big figure eight. All right, go on. Okay, because I just thought, you know, with it being our first podcast back, let's just address the elephant in the room. Everybody at this time of year is thinking, right, how do I actually set myself up for success this year? Mm -hmm. Right. It might be that if they've been coming from a positive place, they're reflecting on last year thinking, right, how do I just grow that into this year again and keep it going like a steam train? Or it could be that they could be reflecting on stuff that didn't go so well last year. And actually, what can they do to set themselves for success this year? So what we're going to look at is eight ways to ensure you have your best year. Right. Okay. Now, that's quite a big statement to have Hmm. your best year. But I think even if you can focus on one or two of these things, you're probably going to set yourself up to be in a better position. Yeah, because so I think that that's the thing, isn't it? Because people tend to make these rash decisions or rash mm. statements, which we will talk about in the future. Yeah. Um, but they make these statements and, and, and they sort of say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to mm. achieve that. And what am I going to make? What What's going to make this year better for me? And what? Yeah. But then we get to a point a little, a, a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months down the line, lose, momentum. lose yeah. momentum, lose focus, lose commitment, all these. So what we're looking at really is eight ways that's going to be able to ma- yeah. maintain that momentum yeah. and, and, and get oh, get result, the results that we want. Yeah. yeah. And if you can like follow through all eight in some shape or form, you're definitely going to find more structure. Yeah probably going to set yourself up to be in a better place. However, it is important to point out, just like you said there, that sometimes it can be overwhelming to think like that. So depending on what side of the coin you sit on, some people are ever positive. Even if there's stuff going on, like we've just been talking about it actually, haven't we? How, you know, you're glass half full, glass half empty. If you're glass half full, you're going into this year with massive ideas, um, probably running everything like a steam train. And for that reason, sometimes it's good just to kind of, be a bit more realistic 
and think about what you can do to keep yourself on track. If you're coming into the year with glass half empty because you're looking at, you know, stuff that really affected you last year, um, the things that could potentially go wrong because you're maybe quite risk averse, you're looking at some of those things, then some of these things, again, will hopefully help you shift a little bit more positively just to think about how you can, you know, look at the bright side sometimes. doesn't mean that you have to ignore the bad stuff because we know that happens. We get setbacks, but it's all about how we build our resilience to deal with it better, right? Yeah. So the first thing that we want to think about is before we go into these eight stages is have you set yourself enough time aside to really think about what you want to achieve this year and what can you learn from the past? Mm. okay so we don't want to hang on the past no. you know if there's a load of stuff that you found has mentally physically drained you then we don't want you to sit and ponder on that and and go into a, a state of war so to speak yeah but the reality is that we can actually think about what we learned from the last 12 months we can look at the successes we can look at the disappointments the setbacks and we can also look at that more objectively can't we and say okay mm. well what could i have done to change that scenario um so setting yourself time aside is the first thing you need to do before you even look at these eight things right yeah because if you haven't had time to reflect on it hmm. you're kind of going into it a little bit blind anyway yeah sure i mean you've got to we, as, as we say we uh, everything that happens to us is a, is a lesson yeah uh, but it's only a lesson if we learn from it so yeah, yeah we've got as, as you said a little bit of reflection what went right yeah. what went wrong stop yeah. start continue sort of thing Absolutely, yeah, yeah yeah definitely and i think it sometimes helps to to diarize it or write it down for mm -hmm. me you know you could probably sit there and if someone's in an organic conversation with you point some things out that are positive some things that are negative but actually it can be quite good as an exercise to sit down and almost spider diagram it and figure out okay the, the things you want to grow on to like the bits you want to extend mm. um the stuff that you want to like you say stop um and the things that really you can use to develop yourself as well and, and look at it from both perspectives as well personally and professionally yeah so i think that's super important mm. and i think a lot of this stuff actually sits across personal and professional and um, some might sort of veer more into one or the other yeah but i think it's it's possible that you can use all of these eight things for both reasons mm. So should we jump into the first one? Let's do it. So we've we've set some time aside. Mm -hmm. We started to think about what we can learn from the past. And of course, we then want to think about what we want to achieve, but we're going to get there in a minute. Mm. So the first thing I think is super important and the first lesson, the first way to make sure you set yourself up for the best, for the best year possible is considering your mental commitment to things. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the things that you feel that you want to commit to, and we're going to grow this out as as we go further into mm. this are they realistic mm. are they possible mm. and have you made your peace <laughs> in your head yeah that that's what you want to achieve right okay so so let, let for me just listening to what you said then yeah that that realistic and achieve possible you mm -hmm. said possible, so that's yeah. sort of linking to your smart targets aren't yeah, they They're sort of yeah. a realistic and achievable yeah we we get that that little that last bit that have you made your peace? Do you want to sort of exp expand on that a little bit? What I mean by that is that sometimes we have fleeting moments, don't we, where, I don't know, um, you have an idea or you get a, you'll, I'll give you a great example. Um, what's what's going on all over telly and, and all over social at the minute? Fitness apps and <laughs> um, workouts and, yeah. and, you know, both of us are fitness uh, people. So, yeah. you know, we really link in with this. You could be sat watching telly eating a bag of nuts, right? And yeah. the right video comes on, you go, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Right. And in that moment, you are committed to that mm. on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean by making my peace with it is because I've taken that time 
to think about it. I've put the time aside. I've learned from the past. I've thought about what I really do want to achieve in this year and what's realistic and possible. And I'm basing that on um, previous experiences. Mm. I'm basing it on maybe another colleague, what they've achieved, you know, things that we can see are realistic. And then I've accepted the fact that the work's going to have to go in there in some shape or form. I've made my peace with that. I've Mm. made my peace to say, I am going to commit to that. And all the stuff that's on the peripheral is going to wait. These are the things I'm going to focus on right mm. now. Yeah. And if that is what is going on up there and it isn't just a fleeting, I've, I've slept on it and now I've woke up, I'm going to push that back a week or whatever it might be. I think if you wake up in the morning after you've done that reflection mm. and it's still at the f- forefront of your mind, that is your mental commitment starting yeah. to be put in place. Okay. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's tough, isn't it? Because you can just look at things in the moment sometimes and get a bit excited and think, yeah, I'm going to lose 10 stone in a day. Well, I think it works. I think it works both ways, doesn't it? Because you get some people in the moment they'll commit to something that's unrealistic, as you said, ten stone in a day. (laughs) I'm gonna, yeah, uh, and 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 then. But you've also got the other one where people sort of when they when you start when you start talking about um, setting your bar too low, yeah, as in right, okay, then so I'm gonna. Do something and nothing. Yeah, um, something that you're already close to. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. Bit yeah. of a cop out. So it's not. It's not actually. Yeah, a cop out when you yeah. can mentally commit to it because it's not really that much of a commitment. Yeah, I suppose it's a bit like we were just talking about dry January there, weren't we? Yeah. And how some people really feel like uh, as part of their mental commitment, that's mm. a big thing for them because yeah. during Christmas they enjoy the tipple. They yeah. like. They're very social. Yeah. So for them, that's a massive commitment. They've committed to it. A hundred percent. Some of us more than others in the office. There's a bit of a story there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, and for the for some of us, it's like, well, I'm not going to do dry January because I don't drink that much anyway. Yeah. Which was certainly what I said. So as much as I think, you know, it's it's important to have goals and objectives. You've got to make sure they're right for you. Yeah. Um. And I think what's that saying? If you can't stop thinking about it, yeah, then it's obviously really important to you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think. So so from a mental commitment perspective, are you there? Is it realistic and possible? And have you made your peace with it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, so the second thing, which Mm. sounds a little bit like I'm reverse engineering things, but I I guess I am really, is can you celebrate the victories and give yourself credit before you start the new year? Right, okay. So part of that reflection piece Mm. to set you up in a good place is to look back at actually the stuff that you've done really well. Mm. So it might be the things that you've achieved at work. It might be personally. it It might be socially. It could be any of those things. But the things that you feel you really made a difference with. Yeah. So it could be a a big target you hit, as an example, something that you did really well or something that you added into the team, you know, the the kind of the valuable aspect that you give to that team dynamics. And then thinking about the opportunities that might arise as a consequence of that. Mm. And also thinking about disappointments Mm. and the setbacks. Okay. So as well as being mentally committed to these outcomes, all of these things here are going to help put you in the right direction. Yeah. Because if you can give yourself credit, that's going to hopefully boost your confidence levels and let you know, like, I guess what valuable assets you can unload even more. And mm. um, if you think about the opportunities, and I'm going to call it opportunities because mm. it's kind of a more friendly and uh, <laughs> soft word, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then, you know, that again opens up uh, the possibilities to set milestones and, and benchmarks for things. Mm. And we've got to look at disappointments and setbacks because yeah. part of that is if something did go wrong or something mm. you didn't hit a benchmark, yeah. being able to go back, not give yourself a hard time, but to go, why did that happen? Yeah. 
what could I have done differently? Yeah. If I could watch the rerun, yeah. what would I do differently? Yeah. And I think that then helps you kind of work with both sides. Yeah, and I think it's very important to get that balance because as, as we both yeah. know, there's some people who find it really easy to look at the victories and struggle to make themselves yeah. accountable for some of the failures, yeah. uh, some of the, some of the disappointments. Yeah. But uh, again, you've got some people who will be very much using this as a big stick to beat themselves with because oh, they're their own biggest 100%. critics, but they will struggle to look at some of the victories. They will struggle to take responsibility mm. for the things they actually got right. Yeah, and, and some of these things don't need to be big. No, you know, no. and or or they don't. You know, it might not be. Oh, I want a, a two million pound contract. It could just be small victories in your team, somebody mm. that you nurtured, someone yeah. that you gave support to. It could be a breakthrough with a customer that you know you saw things differently for them and they got a big win. Yeah. Um. It could just be for you an interpersonal thing. So you know, you wanted to be more, I don't know, empathetic in mm. your approach with your employees, but. You, you feel like you nailed it. You became yeah. a good listener, you know? So all of those things are important. And I think it is important to kind of weigh up both sides, but of course, then come at both things from a positive angle. So yeah. what am I going to do differently? And what am I going to take forward? Mm. And I think that's important. And the celebrating the victories bit, I think is super important yeah. because then it gives you the confidence as a human mm -hmm. to go into the year with a, a positive mindset. Yeah. Okay. Now coming on from that, it sounds a little bit businessy to say this, but thinking about how you could maybe then take that information and add that to some sort of personal vision or mission statement could be a really good way to do this. Okay. So it doesn't need to be like an eagle on the wall with like, you know, bold font. <laughs> this is me. Um, but it needs to be, you know, it's a great way to then take that information from the victories and the, and the setbacks and all those things and think mm. about what personal qualities you want to emphasize in the coming year. Hmm. What is it that you want to really bring into fruition? What superpower do you want to unleash within your organization, socially, with your family? Yeah. And what does that look like? And then spending some time looking at your values, your goals, and your purpose and splitting all three down will then give you what you need to sort of formulate this, you know, statement, so to speak, of intent. Is that the right word? Statement of intent for the yeah. 365 days ahead? How you want to use what you've got and live into your values, mm. set yourself the right goals, but make sure you're anchored to some sort of purpose. Mm. Now, it doesn't mean that you have one purpose because mm. some of us have one or two, yeah. right? We have something from a business perspective. Mm. We have something from a personal perspective. The moment you become like disengaged from that purpose, that's where things start to change, right? Yeah, yeah. So for me, really honing in on these three things and looking at your superpowers and then writing it down sometimes, even just that, practice of writing that down makes a huge difference mm -hmm. yeah so it will help people really you know think of the days where things do tend to go wrong you can go back flip to the front of that book that you've written it in and think right is anything that i'm doing today connected to these three things no does it matter no mm -hmm. okay yeah. am i going towards these things or am i going away from oh i'm going away from those things right how do i get back on track yes so having that written down in your ink in mm. your blood yeah. <laughs> will help you stay engaged <clears throat> i think yeah i think it's a good thing to do well i think i think uh, again we when we start looking at this as as a journey mm. a journey needs three three things to to you need a start point a destination and a route yeah don't you mm -hmm. so we know where the start point is 
um, and will have and the route will will be dependent on the destination. Mm. But sometimes, as you said, the route gets changed. We get detoured. Oh. Um, sometimes network rail. Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes we do need to remind ourselves what the destination is. We and do. As you said, if it's writ large, yeah, then. Yeah, sometimes yeah. we need to look at that and go, right, I need to refocus, I need to uh, yeah. re-energise. So, yeah, cool, Sometimes I get it. Sometimes it just yeah. needs to be that it's down in, in ink and flip back to what it looks like. And it'll just remind you who the hell you are. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the fourth I've written down is invest in yourself, okay? So going into this next 12-month period, um, we tend to run at things, yeah. you know, and we think, right, we need to get off to a good start, out of the blocks, um, and we'll go in and focus on the business perspective that, you know, that we need to focus on. And um, we'll look at what our goals in terms of numbers, maybe, or our outputs or whatever it might be. But you've got to remember that as well as doing that, if you don't stay relevant and up to date and you don't look after yourself, as mm -hmm. an example, then things can fall by the wayside. So you've got to put time within that kind of journey to invest in yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's different for different people. It's have you outlined someone that you see as a mentor that you might want to spend more time with? Okay. And um, do they know you're that, that they are your mentor? Don't stalk them. Go and actually ask them the question. Can you be my mentor or spend more time with them? Yeah. Um, is there someone who's been coaching you or mm. that you think may be good at coaching you? Have you had external support? So mm. people who come to us to do executive coaching are great examples of that. Sometimes we'll, we'll teach them skills. Sometimes we'll just listen. Sometimes we'll guide. But a lot of people feel that they really get the benefit from that conversation. Um, training massively important. You know, if you've got a budget, <laughs> use it yeah. and don't just uh, keep it in line with your subject matters all the time. I know that sounds weird, but sometimes the stuff on the peripheral can actually really help you. Um, so sometimes it's not in relation to, I don't know, IT, if you work in IT, it mm. might be something in relation to, I don't know, improving conversations with people as an mm. example, or it might be um, some of the DEI stuff that's out there, you yeah. know, stuff that could just, I guess, nourish your, your knowledge. Yeah you know, all round. And it's particularly if you manage a team, I think that's yeah. super important because then you can bring ideas into the, to the table and hopefully then expand their knowledge as well. Yeah. So I'm working with an organization now, um, or just recently, sorry. Uh, and they've just, they're looking, they're trying to sort of bring their people along mm. and they've brought out, they've brought in a, a Kevin Bacon situation. Okay. Right. Okay. A Kevin <laughs> I don't Bacon situation. Don't so, know. so, um, oh God. Uh, the people i'm sure you've heard of the six degrees of separation haven't yes you? so it's yeah. like everybody's six degrees separated by six degrees from kevin bacon okay and so so if, <laughs> if you look on the internet and it's the kevin bacon thing okay and it's, it's quite interesting but that's not I'd the point of what i'm saying there. the point i'm saying the, the point i'm trying to make is this they've turned around to their everybody who works for their organization and said right if you want to broaden your horizons if you want to study yeah. if you want to do whatever you want to do if by kevin bacon if by six degrees separation you can link what you want to do to benefit in the organization yeah. we will fund it oh love it so so now again it's not directly it doesn't yeah. have to be directly related to your primary role mm. but if it's in some way it Benefits. can benefit the organization yeah. then they'll fund it i love that and i think more businesses are becoming savvy with that, aren't they? Yeah, Particularly, yeah. like you said, the DEI stuff coming out. Um, and, you know, I guess more talking about human skills and, and yeah. mental health, health first aid, all those things. I think anything that can benefit the, the larger organization yeah. 
I think, yeah, I think that's wonderful. I think that you can look at that, maybe even make that part of the plan. Like yeah. what is there? Now, the next thing about that that I was going to say there was relearning, mm. right? So for a lot of people who've gone to university, college, studied, whatever it might be, sometimes something will crop up that you'll go, do you know what? Shit, I did know something about that. I think I've got a degree in it. <laughs> But I, but I forgot it. Um, and so many things that I find, you're probably the same, that yeah. we, we know a lot about that subject matter, but if you've not been teaching it consistently, you still have to go back and refresh. Yeah. Now, particularly with leaders, mm. I think this is a bit of a sticky point. I think because we've done all this stuff before, quite often there's a little bit of a a barrier there to go back and take yourself back to that subject the seed where it was planted yeah. and spend some time relearning mm. um so relearning original stuff that can help the business or help yourself but also relearning is part of that process is actually relearning new stuff with from a, in a new way yeah. what i mean is the way i learned things mm. is not the way that the gen z's or the millennials might have learned things yeah. so they might be coming at the same subject matter in a different way yeah that's still relearning mm. and i think if you can put that into your diary somewhere mm it goes alongside everything else and it's complementary and it makes sure that you're not left behind mm. and you're talking the same language as everyone yeah, yeah, else, yeah. right? But you've got to invest in yourself because as a leader, sometimes we have this kind of ability to go, well, I'm the leader now. I'm going to make sure you guys are all served. Mm. That's not going to do them any good because no. you need to stay one step ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So the next one. What number is, is this? We're on five. We're on five now, right? Okay. Yeah. Dream big. Dream big. Yeah. Dream yeah. big, dream huge. Okay. Now what I don't mean is go off like a robber's dog, mm -hmm. like we were saying at the beginning yeah. and say, right, yeah, I'm going to be the next uh, next Elon Musk by next year. Okay. Yeah. We're not saying that. What we're saying is a couple of questions. If you had a magic wand, yeah, where would you be in 12 months? Ooh. Yeah. If you wanted to feel fully fulfilled this time next year, what would be good for you? Right. Yeah. What would be acceptable? Yeah. Okay. What skills would you need to achieve that? Yeah. So that probably links back into four. Mm -hmm. What difference can you make to the world? I love that question. Mm -hmm. And how can I make myself proud? I think if you ask those questions, it might even link in with that personal mission statement, you know. Yeah. Um, and then from there, you can then ascertain what that goals, goals are going to look like. Uh, obviously, going back to the beginning, are they going to be realistic and possible? But then you can think about the breakdown of that, okay? Where are the milestones? Where are the waypoints? Zigzagging across sometimes because yeah, yeah. that's going to happen, okay? Yeah. And can you consider at that point your setback responses, okay? Because the reality is we're not going to go, oh, well, in case I fail... But the reality is, if you're going to dream big and set yourself up for success, you're still going to have to consider how you might deal with the setback. Yeah. So go big, <laughs> but then break it down. Yeah. And then the other thing to think about there is how you remain accountable. Okay. So that could be peer feedback, peer-to-peer -peer yeah. feedback, could be a coach that you, you work with, um, reviews that you have with your team. Yeah. And also how you personally stay accountable. Some people like to reward themselves mm -hmm. with certain things, you know. I'm going to purchase this if I achieve this or yeah. I'm going to give myself a day off here if I achieve that. Whatever it might be, accountability falls in line with dreaming big. Yeah. Or else you're going to fall off the wagon, right? Mm. Yeah. How would you keep yourself accountable, Spence? How do I keep myself accountable? Yeah. Ooh. Um, I... I uh... That's a good question. Everyone's different, aren't they? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. I mean, um, yeah, well, I'd have to think about that. Think about so that I, one. I, I do, I do make myself accountable. You do, but, yeah. 
but um, but quite what that looks like, I'm not 100% sure. It's worth thinking about then, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Right. So the next one's number six. Yeah. And this is going to sound like a bit of a, a woolly one. Mm-hmm. Focus on relationships. Right. Okay. Now, what I mean by this is there's mm-hmm. two ways to look at this. One, if you are focusing on relationships, mm-hmm. you're probably going to be practicing more empathy. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to be becoming a better listener. Right. And this will obviously be given back to you in bucket loads by people who actually really understand that you're taking the time to spend time with them. Yeah. Now, this can work both work and personal, okay? Mm. So if you're at work, the interpersonal understanding piece, particularly if you're a leader, is yeah. huge. Never underestimate as a leader the amount of difference you can make by just listening to another human and getting on their wavelength, jumping on their island, so to speak, mm. and actually starting to, to make some magic happen there. Let yeah. them know you're hearing them and seeing them, mm-hmm. okay? It's the same at home, isn't it? Yeah. If you put the time and effort into those that are important to you, then you get it back. Yeah. So one of the things that I've written here is, you know, we've got to make sure that we're really focusing on relationships to make sure that we're fulfilled at work. We're getting support at work as Mm. well, because obviously the higher interpersonal relations are going on in the business, then the more support there is available. Yeah. Obviously it goes without saying. And then from the other side of things, it's focusing on your friends and your family and the people that are external to you. Because if you want to achieve great things at work, you've got to have a support network somewhere. Yeah. And if they understand what's going on for you from a work's perspective as well, then obviously they're gonna they're gonna give you all the support you need to get you through that next 12 months. Yeah. So yeah. really thinking about how you can diarize that as well. Mm. All right, number seven. Yeah. One for me and you. Mm-hmm. Move daily. Daily, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is different for everybody. Okay. Yeah. For me and you, it's it's a workout. We've got to go and have a yeah. workout. It releases all the good uh feelings. Uh makes us feel great when we come to work. We're probably a little bit too high maintenance actually because we're so excited when we come to work but for us it's dead important isn't it and a lot of that comes from our military backgrounds it's it was drilled into us from a very early age wasn't it to Mm. do that for some people it's walking to work for some people it's taking time at lunchtime to just go out and get some fresh air for others it's to mobilize to do yoga to do mindfulness um but as i said for a lot of people moving well exercising in some shape or form and just maybe balancing out that eating as well yeah. and making sure that you're eating the right things now i'm not here to tell you not to eat shite by the way because we all eat shite <laughs> don't we but we all know let's be honest if we're going to write this down if we eat the right things, we feel better. Yeah. So what can you do? 80-20 rule, that's what I always say. 80% of the time, eat really, really well. Make sure you set yourself up for success. Food diary, bring food to work, whatever it takes. Move, diarize it. I do not cancel my workouts because mm. I diarize them. They're in my diary. I get out of bed at that time and I go to the gym. And if I don't achieve that, I'm really pissed off. Yes. So I set myself up thinking that's my priority. Yeah. For yeah. me, health is my priority. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah, certainly. And and um and for anybody listening to this who might sort of think, well, I haven't got time. Everybody's I haven't got time. Got time. It doesn't we bearing in mind when we're talking mm-hmm. about when we're talking about exercising or moving daily, we're not saying you've got to go out and we've got to run a marathon every week. No. We're saying you've just got to move because it might be the littlest thing. It might mm-hmm. be taking the stairs rather than taking the it lift. Might, yeah. It might it might be the the littlest thing, but the thing is, you're doing more than you did. Exactly. You're still doing more something. than people on the sofa. Yeah. Yeah. When, when we're talking about 
the amount of times where you, you're sort of waking up in the morning and you're thinking, I can't be bothered or it's too yeah. cold or it's too wet, bearing in mind that you don't have to do everything outside. No. Nope. You, you just do something. And because find when a time get, that's good. Yeah, because that's an achievement. Yeah. And when that achievement happens, then we start getting the nice brain chemicals and then we realise how good we feel and then you know what, it's it a little bit up. easier next time. Yeah, then you feel lighter on your feet, you, you know, you feel full of energy, you start to notice the little things. So, yeah, so move. Yeah. And the last one, cancel the hustle culture. Oh, 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 we're talking now, we're talking, we're going from move daily to cancelling the hustle culture. What I'm saying well, yeah. there is um, program a rest day yeah. every single week. Yeah. And that's not just from a physical aspect, but from work in general, um, because this is going to reduce your chances of stress and burnout. Okay. Mm. Too many people go back to work, don't set boundaries, uh, don't allow time to create thinking space. So they're just running at things, mi- yeah. missing things on the peripheral yeah. and thinking that being busy is the right way to be. But the, the fact is, you need to have space to to generate ideas, yeah. breathe, be better as a human, but yeah. also being social is healthy. Yeah. Okay. And mental health is your key to success. Yes. So set boundaries. Yeah. And don't fall into bad habits of working seven days or 12 hours a day or whatever it might be. Yeah. Use that extra couple of hours at the end of the day to go for a walk. Go yeah. to the gym, go punch the shit out of the punch bag at the gym <laughs> or go do a class, whatever it might yeah. take. But, you know, taking these eight things, even if one or two of those things jump out to you right now, yeah. it will make a difference in this mm. year. You can, if you can transfer all eight of those things across in some shape or form to your life, I definitely think this next three, six, five days are going to be good for you. Awesome. Awesome. That is, I tell you what. Um, let's make a commitment now. Let's reapproach some of these on bite size. Oh yeah. Or do some do some do do some entire podcasts on all of them. hundred oh, percent. Let's awesome. do that. Excellent. Thanks, Tracy. Uh, You're so really welcome. appreciate that. Uh, good to see you again. You too. And um, <laughs> and we'll be back for another hubcast very, very shortly. Thanks, Trace. See you. See you bye. <laughs>